So, um, guys, welcome to the Business and Life, uh, I would say, Millennial Podcast by uh, Ben and Matthew. Um, today, we're going to talk about the different mindsets and attitudes um, and really, you know, yeah, just way of thinking that we've seen throughout like the different countries in which we've lived in. Um, I think there's a really, really interesting um, topic so that we can compare, you know, the different proposed societal norms essentially by different countries um and get to kind of compare them uh, in between them so um you know my background is i was born in spain um and then lived in the uk for uh three three years and a half three and a half years um so you know what, what i've realized about growing up in spain is that what's trying to be uh proposed by society is for you to live off third parties so um you know try and get like a government job try and um you know blame politicians for your situation right now <laughs> trying to blame the one. market a classic one right yeah um trying to blame you know uh, like the market right for what what your current situation is like yeah in in spain for example i'm not sure whether you guys know this i like youth and employment is at like almost 35 40 percent so it's crazy that's that's just so crazy and and i think people see spain as a not as like a third world country but as a sort of top standing european country that mm -hmm. has their affairs in order but yep. when you actually look at things like the unemployment rate you know standard of living it's actually pretty poor yeah, I mean, thirty-five percent unemployment rate with the youth is insane. That that you know, you'd have equivalents of that in South American countries and yep. these communist countries. And... Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, I guess everyone's gone through that spell, and it's just like a period of time. But it's your attitude towards it, right? Like, are you going to look at yourself in the mirror and say, like, "Hey, Matthew, hey Ben, hey audience, it's our fault." And we're going to take care of this and we're going to take the steps in the right direction or am I going to be that lazy guy that's just going to you know, go to the bars, not do anything about his situation and, and just think yeah. that somehow your life is going to change. No. Yeah. There's, um, there's no accountability. There's no responsibility. There's no sort of, you yeah. know, it's up to me to earn a living. Yeah. I'm um, back in 2000, 5,000 years ago. If you didn't work, you didn't eat. Yeah, your family starved, essentially. Yeah. And I think the way it's gone over these centuries is that people seem to think that they live, they're born, and they live, and things should just be given to them, provided to them, and yeah. that anyone rich is just lucky and doesn't work hard and is just doing it off the backs of poor people, and yeah. they should just be. And I think everyone just wants handouts nowadays. No yes. one's willing to work for a living, and it really drives me mad that people expect so much, and that we've talked about it, I think, probably on every podcast, but yeah. I'm going to mention again, <laughs> offer to work for someone for free, give yeah. that value to somebody, and yeah. they'll give you value back. And in a lot of countries, that's just unheard of. They would, I would, they would never work for free. They have this kind of mindset that they're more valuable than that, but they look yeah. past the fact that what they're getting back is is more valuable than the two thousand pounds a month they would get for working. Yes, um, which a lot of them don't realise. Oh. And I would I would I would assume in Spain 
they certainly would never work for free with anything or even have that kind of mindset. Uh, I mean, you you get a bit of everything, to be honest, everywhere. But what's trying to be proposed is mostly that. So um, our government is a, you know, it's based on, it's left wing uh, right now. Um, so obviously we know what left wing proposes, right? So they propose, you know, everything is for everyone. Um, we want, you know, people with less advantages to be given stuff because they're less advantaged. But what that really does, and this is my opinion, and, you know, this is just my view, uh, it just creates that, that, that mindset within you that you can only take care of yourself if they give you something and they take care of you. It doesn't, um, yeah, it, it doesn't, make you want to work for it uh, and and there's so 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 much wrong with that thought and that mindset which Hmm. it comes fundamentally down to are you going to actually at the end of your life say you know i I worked hard in life and i achieved something or are you going to say i lived through life getting handouts from people and i think you've got to look at the way you live your life and if you honestly think that living your life by getting handouts from people is the way to go, then God help you because, you know, you should, I think you're these kind of people are just a drain on society. Now, okay, there are people that can't work uh, yeah. through disability or whatever. Those are the people that do deserve funding. And in fact, if there was, if there was the people that could work, actually did work, the people who couldn't work would actually be much better off. So the people that can't work, that just don't want to work and don't want to achieve anything and and don't want to do a good hard day's work anymore, they're making the economy and the world worse for everyone. It's this kind of socialist mindset that people should be given stuff and people that are successful should be giving stuff to the people that are less successful. How does that work? That that is just stealing. We have a progressive tax anyway. And yes. I would, I'm not a fan of a progressive tax because essentially what you're doing is you're just taxing people for working smarter and harder and making more money. But it, it shouldn't really work like that. You know, yeah. a flat rate tax is fairer because everyone's paying a fair share. It's not that yeah. you should be taxed more because you're making more because you're adding more to society that way. And yeah. you're not getting any more benefits than the person who's not working as hard by giving more money to the public. Hmm. Um, so I, I'm not in favour at all of a lot of these socialist policies um, and every, everything, in my opinion, privatised is more efficient, better off. Uh, and, and I think even in, in most economists, like 99% of economists, they realise that private enterprise is much more efficient than public enterprise. Some of the worst run companies in the world are public companies and they're so inefficient and yeah. they're so poorly run and their services are falling. I think when when the privatization becomes really really interesting is when you are able to create opportunities for people that may not have that opportunity in another system, right? So yeah. if it was a matter of privatizing everything and then having some people have some opportunities and others don't, like that's where the friction comes. But if you are able to create an ec- ecosystem, right, where people are, if you work hard and if you prove yourself and if you want to you know, get better, you do get that opportunity over time. Um, and that's just something that's really, really interesting. 
you know. Do they have a minimum wage in Spain? Yeah, they do. So um, I'll tell you what I pay uh, in order to try and make an income. So every single one, if I want to make an income for like um, social security over here, I've got to pay 350 bucks, which is which is pretty like it's pretty substantial. And that's without the tax. So I have to pay that every single month in order to try and make an income. And then the tax rate um, on that is about um it can go as as big as like 45% um and then the minimum wage is i believe it's like 750 euros like 900 euros per month that's the net so you really as an employer have to pay about 1.2 1.3k per month per employee in order to have them like you know properly served let's call it yeah um, um we we've had a big problem in the UK with minimum wage so i have i own businesses around the country and um i mean i i come from sorry so just on the outskirts of london it's a very affluent area of the country and um, the median income is significantly higher in sorry than it is for the rest of the uk generally so yeah. i don't necessarily feel the effects of, of the minimum wage and, and no one really working here does but up in the north what what the minimum wage is doing is stopping a lot of my businesses from hiring unskilled people, generally young people coming out of college, huh. and allowing them to gain the experience to, to then get on the ladder of whatever career they want to get on. Yeah. And so the minimum wage has increased so much that it now becomes an impossibility for us to hire these people because yeah. we can't afford to. And yeah. these people then don't get the experience. That experience will then allow them to get a higher paying job in the future and gain the, ex the skills and experience of and not just sort of the experience on the job but it could yeah. be any kind of job yeah. but there, there are some there's some things you learn on the job that are mm. really really valuable so sort of coming in on time time mm. management sort of problem solving um you know all, yeah. all of these kind of skills are relevant to any job you do and yeah. getting sort of that minimum level of skill that you get at a really basic entry-level job, a lot yeah. of these youth can't do anymore. Yeah. And what you find is that they then go to university, they lay themselves with debt, with sort of yeah. tens of thousands of pounds worth of student debt, and they think yeah. that that's going to change, that they're now going to get a much better job. But then they turn out, they come out of university with a Mickey Mouse degree yeah. in media studies or gender studies or something nonsensical like that, and they realise that actually to, to, the, to the population at large and to business owners, they don't want to hire anyone like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so where do they go? Again, where do, where do these people go? Well, they end up working for the government. Yeah. <laughs> because the government, you know, they, they've paid for these people. Well, these people have paid to go through university, but the government feel obliged to then give these people work. And mm. so they create silly departments in the government which taxpayers fund. And it's yeah. just another way of, of, of cr decreasing the productivity of an economy. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, yeah. I, I'm very against the minimum wage, um, <laughs> mostly because it stops people from getting that first rung on the ladder and working through. Yeah. And um, I know. Sorry, you want to say something? No. What 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 do you feel about? Um, so, like, you you're getting paid, say, like ten bucks per hour, right? Like, let's say you're McDonald's. Reason and ten bucks per hour at McDonald's is do, it's actually pretty good. Um, what? Like what's stopping you from becoming someone more valuable to the market, not to university, not to 
you know, your curriculum, but to the actual market. So we live in a, an economic society. And if you add value to people, you get rewarded normally, most yeah. of the times. Um, do you feel that that's being shown at school, um, at, in society and so on in the UK, whereas like you guys should be focused on adding value to the market and then getting rewarded through that? As opposed to just, hey, I think you should take like a master's and then a doctor's degree. Exactly. Um, you yeah. know, like. It's, it's, uh, the way this, the education system in in every country, really, I don't know many countries that do it well, hmm. but definitely in the UK, the way our education system what is currently is broken because we're not teaching people and we're not giving the people skills hmm. that employers want. Hmm. People come out with a degree from university and yeah. there's this socialist mindset, again, that everyone should have a university degree. Hmm. Well, I don't think that's the case. And you're just labeling people with debt. And those people, most of those people were never going to be able to pay that debt back. Yep. And, and, and in not getting the skills that employees want. So what I think the solution to that is, is focus more on teaching, teaching people at school and later on at college of the best ways to uh, make what? yourself valuable, essentially. Mm-hmm. So essentially become resourceful, no? Exactly, become resourceful. Like what what can you learn that you know the market needs? Mm. Mm. Media studies and gender studies. I'm yeah. telling you, nobody in the market wants that. Nobody in the market needs that. Yeah. Go out, learn a skill that the market needs. Yeah. And I think as a as an eighteen year old and seventeen year old, you're not gonna know that. You're not gonna know that you're gonna come out of school or university and you're you're thinking that you're just gonna walk into a job. Yeah. It's just not how yeah. it works. It used to work so, like that. And it did. Thing. It used to work like that. You know, but not but, anymore. But not anymore. And because what used to happen is people were taught actual skills. And obviously there was a lot more. There was there was different things going on at the time. And there was a big boom yep. And uh, through the 70s and 80s where businesses were forming. Uh, and definitely the way this country has moved more to technology-based services-led system. Um, yep. th- there are some jobs that used to be around that aren't around now but still there i think the schools and our government and education system need to teach people okay. of how to be more valuable that, that so essentially. ben let, let's say okay let's say we're that we've got like a listener right now listening to us uh, they figure out that hey okay i'm starting to understand that this is the, the situation in which i'm in right i've been brought up in a way that makes me a bit of entitled um, I thought that the government, politicians and so on were going to solve my life. They were going to help me out. Um, and through, you know, going and, and getting deep into podcasts such as like this one or entrepreneurial podcasts, I started to realize that, hey, OK, actually, there's another model that I want to follow. Uh, but I'm on step number zero right now. Right. So I've got to step my first uh, foot on the on the ladder. Let's call it. What would you do? If you were like, you know what, you know, right now, what will you do yeah. in order to change your situation and your mindset uh, in that direction? Like three steps. First yeah. Three so steps. first thing I'd do is, is I would look at like, what what do I want to do for mm. the next 10, 20 years? What what job do I want to have? Um, okay. Where where do I think? But, but also that needs to combine with does the market need that job? So mm. you, I guess the first stage is 
where where do I see the jobs going in the future? Yep. Does the market need that job? What kind of job would I need? What can I do that the market would need? Hmm. And then how do I get there? Okay. And learn that career progression. Hmm. And then, as we said again, as I mentioned earlier, find people in the industry and offer to work for them. Yeah. Work for them for free for six months. Yeah. Work for them for a period of time. Get the skills necessary. Yeah. And the baseline skills necessary to work in the industry. And then after that six months, you can go on and get a high-paying job, much higher-paying job, well, obviously yeah. higher than nothing. Yeah. Um, and that that is your career progression. Yeah. And I think it's just a mindset change of saying, you yeah. know what, I, I can't, I, maybe I can't get to where I want without doing something free. Maybe I can't do it without yeah. adding that value. Yeah. The problem is, I think a lot of employers would, and, and me included, would yeah. hire people for less than minimum wage and pay uh-huh. sort of expenses and more. Yeah. But we can't do that because we're not allowed to. Mm. The government mm. requires us to, if mm. we set a contract for somebody, requires us to pay them at least minimum wage. And so what that means is that mm. they either have to work for us for free, not on a proper contract, or they work okay. for us full time or part time on a minimum wage, which doesn't work you, out beneficially to think- either party. Would you think proposing this idea, because like may, this may be the situation, then becoming like freelancers and invoicing your client the the cost of, you know, traveling to your workplace, the cost of the food that they will eat on that day, and, and then becoming a freelancer? That's a great idea, yeah. yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that kind of skirts around the idea of needing to pay that person minimum wage. Yeah. And so if you're saying, you know, what we can afford as a company is, 500 pound a month to start with yeah. then invoice us 500 pound a month and we'll yeah. pay you that 500 pound a month yeah yeah it's, it's a great point i think that's that's definitely mm-hmm. one way around it yeah and then um in regards to like resources that you would use right now what are some like maybe like three tools or books or you know podcasts or um things that you would start listening to if you wanted to get to a position where you go from like a negative, you know, entitled mindset uh, that thinks that, you know, everything's going to give it, be given to him to someone that starts thinking for themselves, starts getting a bit of a criteria going on, um, starts becoming a bit more responsible, like any books out there that you've read that have really helped you? Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, obviously listen to this podcast. That's, that's <laughs> going to be number one. Yeah. Uh, second of all, I think, I mean, I read quite heavy, heavy books for the, the average person. So sort of Milton uh-huh. Friedman's uh, Capitalism and Freedom, which uh-huh. is a pretty heavy economic book, but essentially talks about the importance of free markets and uh, your your worth in society. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty heavy for most people. Uh-huh. One thing I would say is find people that you admire that have been successful and study them. And how have they got to where they are? A lot yeah. of the time they've got to where they are through working very hard or working for free for a period of time yeah. or whatever it is, try and emulate what they've done and emulate that success. Yeah. I would also say if you're surrounded by individuals, friends and others who yeah. have the same mindset, have this mindset that they should get handouts every month, or that yeah. they deserve everything even though they don't have, add any value, Get away from them. Spend less time with them. You know, mm. Join clubs where you know that these people aren't going to be there, or try try to get in contact with friends that aren't like that. 
Yeah. And I've certainly had problems in the past where as you get more successful, yeah. sort of friends will almost begin to turn on you. And yeah. it's usually the ones that are the opposite end of the spectrum that turn on you and say, and, and it, partly it's a jealous thing, it's partly because they have a completely different mindset to you. Yeah. And so I think for me, getting away from that, that circle really helped and allowed me to focus a lot more and, and just much more positive and, and my progression in my career was much, much better because I didn't have that negative energy surrounding me. So I think that's really key. And if you do have those friends, it is going to be hard because you may, you may get along with them, but yep. it is in the, your best interest to yep. do that. And you'll be thankful for doing it five to 10 years yep. later. Uh, what I about you? I mean, books wise. Books wise. Um, so uh, the classical one is like, it's not as heavy as yours. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So like that essentially shows you the different mindsets between someone that, um, you know, throughout life goes like this, right? So, you know, someone that invests in themselves, learns to have money work for them, instead of working for money, uh, learns the, the mindset of someone that's rich in resources, right? Um, um, that's really, really interesting. And it tells you in a, in a story format. Um, I guess a couple other ones, Atomic Habits. So that essentially shows you how to improve yourself and start to change your identity a bit more. So you may have a, uh, you know, an aspect of yourself that you're not really happy about. Well, how are you going to change that? Right. So that's something that Atomic Habits shows you. Um, and then learning like some skill sets around maybe marketing, sales, um, lead generation, like LinkedIn, email marketing, website development basic stuff that's going to take you from a skill set that generates 10 bucks per hour to something that you can add value with and generate maybe 20, 30, 40 bucks per hour and then build your skill set stack. So no one starts understanding how to raise finance, deal structures and so on. You start learning web development, email marketing, uh, Instagram, Facebook and so on. Yeah, and you've got to start somewhere. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And whatever it is, just just try something out. You know, give it a go. If you are going to fail, yeah, don't be afraid when you do fail. Don't be upset when you do fail because yeah. that's what's going to help you grow. I mean, every good entrepreneur has failed at one point in time. Yeah. Um, in fact, increase the frequency of failure. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a typical thing as well. Like people say that because it's actually true. Like the more times you get rejected, the more deals you close. Exactly. Um, yeah. And just going back to sort of our initial idea of this podcast, I think change your mindset. So stop looking at rich people as what yeah. these evil big billionaires that are owning the world that are doing such damage to society. Think of them as actually to become a billionaire, they've had to add a significant amount of value and essentially transform society. I mean, look yes. at the top billionaires now. Elon Musk transformed automotives and mm. battery storage and essentially pushing our civilization to be a multi-planetary species mm. and then jeff bezos he's, he's made everyone's lives so much easier with mm. more affordable goods quicker time and you've got to realize that successful people are successful for a reason that they provide a good service and product to the market 
And I think a lot of people have in their heads that these people are evil, but change your mindset, look up to them and think, these people have done really well. How can I emulate it? And I think that it, it is a bit of a mindset issue with a lot of people. Yeah. And so if you are stuck in your job and you want to change and you want to be successful and you start with your mindset first. Yep. Yeah. And and surround I mean, I'm not sure about you, Ben, but like what I started doing is started listening, like watching YouTube videos, watching yeah. like podcasts, reading, consuming as much as possible from people that may have the mindsets and the results that I want. Yeah. And gradually you're gonna start moving towards that direction. Obviously yeah. you wanna ideally stop being a consumer of that and then become a producer, but you start consuming the right stuff. Um Yeah. And there's a uh, there's a lot of good good entrepreneurs out there, there's a lot of good people to follow. Yeah. And just absorb it all. Try and absorb as much as possible hmm. and learn as much as possible about business, life, um the ways that you can make money, the ways that you can be successful. Don't follow Dampina. He's a, <laughs> he's a low fraud, but everyone else you know, follow them because they are, you know, well, you know, they've they've done something good to get to where they are. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, and then just I guess going back to initial sort of countries and how it differs. And you talked about Spain, I talked about the UK a bit. I, I definitely in mainland Europe, they're very bothered about people being successful. Yeah. My, I'm one of my friends who lives in France. Um, if you had a nice car in France, they would essentially burn it if it was on the streets. You know, they do not like people being successful. You tell them you have a good salary, they look down on you rather than looking up at you. And the, I think that's just the reason why a lot of mainland Europe's in the shit, basically, because they focus so much on taxing people to absolute buggery and not focusing on looking at the wealth creators and helping the wealth creators build more of the economy and, and drive more of the economy forward. The yeah. UK, to some extent, was like the USA. The USA really, I guess, pre-Biden, really admired, or maybe sort of 10, 15 years ago, they, they loved successful people. They admired them. They looked up to them. They thought, this is fantastic. But, you know, tr- the reason why Trump was in office is because people... There's a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons because people thought he was fantastic, he was successful, and yep. they, they admired what he had achieved. If Trump was poor, he yep. wouldn't go anywhere near office. Yeah. Um. And and I think that kind of mindset in America is why a lot of people and the economy in America is they got the more billionaires than anywhere else in the world mm. because they admire these people and they and they and they look up to them and success is seen as a good thing. And I yep. think. That encourages people who are entrepreneurs to go out there and start a business and build something big because they also want to be admired. And I think every entrepreneur would say, to some extent, they want to be appreciated for what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, if one was a bit more like that, I think it would be. It's uh, and honestly, you can find that mindset everywhere, like in every country. Uh, it's just that some countries just like you know, try and, and push that a bit more, right? Um, and it's just what it is. It's just what it is. Yeah, just what it and, is. And if you feel that that's something that you don't want to go through or you want to become something better, it's just your responsibility at the end of the day to try and, and uh, yeah, and become that. So, yeah. Great. Well, well yeah, that was a short podcast. So, um, 
yeah, we'll catch you up. Catch up with you guys next week. Great. Thanks, guys.